Welcome to the Christ and All podcast, where we discuss topics submitted by you about God, church, life, and how to find Christ in the middle of it all. I am your host, Taylor Easley, and I am always joyfully joined by Pastor Chad Hunsberger. Yeah, that's exciting. Welcome, Chad. Hey, yeah. How are you today? I'm great. That's awesome. To okay, hear. you just flipped that. I did on me because I wasn't going to let you say it. I, you don't have to let me say it. I'm fine. You're fine. Sure. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> All is well. <laughs> okay, so in the vein of shaking things up a little yeah, bit, yeah. had a little bit of a different intro today, but that was good. Um, our question is very interesting today and I it's a very good conversation I feel like especially for Colonial Heights because Mm. y'all are such a mission-minded church and um I feel like this kind of speaks to your heart yeah yeah Yeah, no question so in 2018 Mm -hmm. a Christian missionary named John Allen Chow was killed in the North Sentinel Islands in India the inhabitants of this island live very voluntarily in isolation and will do pretty much whatever it takes to defend their island That's and right. themselves. Um, it was and is still illegal to visit. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess our question specifically is how do we reach hostile people groups? Yeah. And I would kind of add what is wisdom when it comes to attempting yeah, it? Sure. I think that... One one place to start is your the question that we phrased. Right, so the question that was asked was very specific about this people group. Right. Uh, so I want to say give credit to that question. I do think after conversation with the person who's asking that, it's like and others. Right, they're not the only ones that are hostile. But hostility looks different in different places too. Right. So right. there are places it's legal for me to go to, but just don't talk anything about anything Jesus and maybe don't be white and American, right? Like right. Th- there's that kind of hostility too versus the difference that's going to say, if you step foot on this property, we'll shoot you, right? So there's different kinds of hostility in that sense. But uh, there are other uh, less known, smaller people groups that are even, even um, they're just as hostile but le- they're smaller in size. They're also less talked about be- because um, they're, they're surrounded by other people groups, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And this one being the island that it is, it just makes it uniquely different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the I, I want to say something that has been said on this podcast and in the pulpit and uh, long before I ever said it, but I think we need to not underestimate our role in prayer. There is a very specific charge that is given to the church over and over and over. Everything from First Peter, casting all of your cares or anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you, to the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective, James 5, uh, 16, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, pray continually. But I think even maybe more pertinent to this topic is Colossians 4. Colossians 4 is this uh, Paul asking the people to pray, and he specifically asks for open doors. And so when I think about 
praying? How do I pray for this people group? Mm-hmm. I, I start by praying for open doors. God, open the door. And the next line of that is that the mystery of the gospel might be declared. And so we're praying very targeted, very specific, very earnest prayers for the Sentinelese and that the Sentinel Island and the uh, the people there, that there would be open doors somehow, some way for the gospel. I think what we can do is, if we're not careful, um, we can like wash our hands of those that reject the gospel, those that are hostile to us because they're hostile. Uh, and so we can, we can just say, you know what? We, somebody tried, John tried in 2018. So nobody has to ever try again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's not like, that's not the charge we're given, right? We're not, uh, make disciples of all nations, except for those that are hostile. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for those that are difficult, except for those that don't like you. Uh, and, and again, I'm, I'm, that can demean or uh, shrink the level of significance of the hostility, right? Mm-hmm. But I would say no, like, um, so, so very specific targeted act, we should be praying with that in mind. Um, and knowing that they're not the only people group that is that way. I think it is wise for us to use resources like the Joshua project, uh, and unreached people groups. And Mm -hmm. there's, um, other, I mean, things like stratus.earth. We use that here, Mm -hmm. um, to pray for countries and the the peoples of those countries. And, um, so, so I think that there are those kinds of ways to do that to, because unless you know, you're not going to know to pray for the Sentinelese. right? Right. Um, so I, but I do think that, Prayer is not a uh, like a a side act. Right. It it is part of the work that we are very specifically charged to do, and so I I would I would begin there. And when we think open doors, like they're opposed to anybody showing up, right? They don't. It's not like they just don't want missionaries. Right. They, they don't want anybody outsider of any kind arriving there. But I do think um, that that. This is not the first time that this, there's been a group like this in history, right? Um, and so we see both some scriptural evidence that these... Your, your next question was things about wisdom. Mm-hmm. Should we even approach them? Should we only pray? You know, there's some things like that. But I think that uh, both biblically, like biblical history, as well as uh, more modern day history in the last couple hundred years, we know of some work that has happened similar. So in history, we see things like where Jesus gives the instructions to the disciples and says, when they, like, if they run you out of town, here's what you should do, right? You should shake the dust off your feet. And so there is, there are times where there has to be um, uh, a, a fleeing, right? Versus the fighting, fight or flight. Sometimes we do have to actually flight. Um, and and there are times uh, that that I I think about um, when when Paul was run out of town. I mean, like these are these are common things that took place, right? Um, but then I think about those uh, missionaries. Like I think about uh, John Payton um, uh, as a as a missionary. He in his autobiography he tells about like telling goodbye to his dad because it was very possible the the place the people he was going to were likely 
they knew them as cannibals. So not just hostile, like we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you and eat you, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds grotesque, but th- that's how grotesque it was. Right. So should he go? Like all of those wrestling things, and um, that's a excellent autobiography uh, for the read. What's uh, it John called? Payton, just John Payton. John Payton. Um, and then there is the the more uh, in the last century, right? Uh, the Elliot's story, mm-hmm. which was then reproduced into like a, a movie as well, uh, called into the spear. Um, more that's, it's within the five guys that, that died, but more about uh, Nate and Steve Saint. But so the, the story there is there's a people group, uh, on an Island in Ecuador that, were very hostile to people. And this was in the 1950s. And so these uh, five missionary families, five men in particular, uh, take a yellow plane and they, they're they seeking to, like they're, that's how they found them. They look to see that there are people as they're flying over. Um, and so then they, they try to engage just through the plane, like um, that there's no actual hand-to-hand interaction. Uh, and then... Uh, they they land the plane and they get out of the plane and there's some good interaction, uh, but then not so good. It turned hostile, and all five of those men died. Uh, they fast forward and um, the Jim, one of them, uh, fast forward about a year or two, and Jim Elliot's wife Elizabeth and her family come back to the very same place, very same people group, uh, end up sharing the gospel again, and many. People in the village still today are followers of Christ some 70 years later. Mm-hmm. So so in the wisdom piece, while I think that they were doing the best they could to, um, like the Elliots in particular, right, they were trying to be wise in the way that they approached, I think that they were doing things right by, they were connected um, to both entity uh, they were connected to church. They were connected to an organization. They were connected to each other um, that allowed for them to to do that step in a healthier way than what I would argue might have taken place with John, um, who went to the Sentinelese, very lone star, lone shark, kind of, hey, it's just him. Um, and yes, a missionary, but not really sent by a church, not affirmed by an organization, Um and so then, even anything that he might have been able to, even in his death, provide a legacy of how to interact was removed. So we do have the facts that he died, but there's a lot less known than could be helpful for someone next. So when I think about verses like Elliot's and even John Payton and, um, and others, I think about their efforts connected to church, connected that, that sent them, connected to an organization that was helping uh, their whole family be aware and all of those sort of things. So then when Elizabeth goes back, there's a much greater awareness of the people group, um, of their, like, of, of how that interaction even went, even though she was not there when her husband died. Right. So, uh, I think those are some of the wise things that I would say come into play. Um, I, I don't think it's just a turn the light on, kind of flip the switch and go, uh, let, Hey, let's just sell everything we have and go to the central islands. Like that's not, I don't think that's the wise picture. I do think we want to be really careful to, at the same time, not wash our hands of the Sentinel Island because they're hostile. Um, 
So, so I think that there's a both end there. Um, one of the things that I would be, I mean, again, we also have a tendency of, um, thinking that there's only one way, mm-hmm. right? So I, I know of, a um, of an organization that was in, uh, this was years ago. I don't know that they're still doing it, but, um, they were in, I can't remember if they were in China or in South Korea, but they were, uh, they put the gospel of Mark in Korean on balloons and put helium in them at the border and sent them to North Korea. Okay. That's creative. That, I'm just saying there's, that's a creative way. You, I'm not allowed to go to North Korea. Right. No one will let me in. You talk about illegal. Like they will stop me they're, they're, right. I'm not allowed there. And if I am there, I do not look Korean. And so it's over. Right. Like, they're not they're not joking. They don't play around. They're not trying to save face. They're not trying to say, hey, like, no, it's over for me. And and so instead of like saying, oh, I'm going to be brave. Right. Um, no, it's like, let's let's put on a different thinking cap. Let's let's exhaust every other possible thing right. that we could do. And then, OK, it might still lead to death. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that's our first option. I think there, Does that make sense? Yes, and there is a there is a definite line between brave, courageous, and foolish. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you know, sometimes it's thin. Yes, it's a thin line. Yeah, right. Um, and but sometimes, and again, this is what I I would I don't know the guy, so sure. So that's I don't yeah, want to be judgmental him. or sure. anything like that. But I do think it does raise some flags of, okay, was there wisdom in those steps? Hey, you were being brave. Or was there too many things that lined up on the uh, the foolish side, mm-hmm. right? Because I think, man, uh, Christian bravery will look foolish to everybody else. Sure. So I don't, you want to be really careful because I think about people in this church that, sold their business that stopped doing I mean, stuff like not making money. They're, they're, they're going to live somewhere not easy. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that seems very foolish to very many people. So we want to be real careful. Uh, you weren't saying this, but I'm yeah. saying that's the, that's the thing. We know that it will look foolish. All, all states of mission, missionary work will look foolish right. to the world. So we're not calculating our, our foolishness in the same way the world calculates it. Right. Um, but I, I do think that there is, um, in the zeal, sometimes we cannot hit pause long enough. Right. Um, it's more like, more looks like foolish martyrdom mm-hmm. than it does intentional. That's right. Uh, with research and love uh, and yeah. prayer and yeah. thoughtfulness. And, and it's still, and I, I want to say this, we're not, I'm not, nor do I think you are, we're not saying that martyrdom is not what is possible to come. Sure. Like, it's just There's not, always a risk. It's just not what we're aiming at. Right. And so I think, um, yeah, you, you might have to say goodbye to family that you might not see again. I'm not saying that's unwise. I'm saying that that doesn't mean uh, let's like aim for that. Right. Um, and, and I think that, so to that, 
to that original question of what do we do, I, I do think that there is the prayer element. Um, and I think that then there is the, the strategic thinking connected to a church, connected to an entity that has, has the resources to help you think strategically about that right. um, before a decision like that were made. I think that things like doing it not alone matter. Uh, so even with a team mindset, with a how am I going to, how are we going to get there? How are we going to have supplies? How are we going to, like all of the things that play into that. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to leave a legacy if this doesn't work the way we hope it does? How are we going to make that happen? All of those strategy pieces come into play. Um, I, I also think something that you can be praying for um, as you're praying for an open door, right? What kind of open doors might happen? Well, pray that they have such a significant need that their only option is to reach out, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not saying you praying that uh, they all get some disease and so they have to have medical help from somewhere else. I'm saying pray that there's such a significant need that they look around and say, you know what, we have to have some other help. There's however many thousand of us around here and none of us have the answer, but it turns out the mainland does. Mm-hmm. So mainland help us out, right? And so it's like, look for the, pray that those kind of doors are opened. Pray that, uh, that I, I think about this, like God, send them a vision. You sent visions before you send them in scripture. There's stories of those. And, and I'm not saying that those are the ways that people come to Christ because scripture tells us that it will come from the word through people. But sometimes it's that vision that says, so maybe the person that I had in a vision that was coming in a boat, we shouldn't shoot arrows at. Mm-hmm. Because, man, he brought something that was really good for the people in the vision I had. Okay. Um, so pray for those kinds of things to be brought about to those people that, um, yeah, the open door that the mystery of gospel might be proclaimed. Um, and, uh, and don't see that work as second rate. That work is significant. But it does mean, similarly, that you got to know what to pray for. I mean, you got to know what people... Like if you have, it's it's like um, gotta pray for peace in all the world. Okay, that's pretty general. That's a very general <laughs> prayer, right? It's like, yeah, but not that the Lord doesn't hear and know your heart, and but at the same time, it's like, no, God, I'm I'm praying that you will open a door to the Sentinelese people. Like, God, they're hostile. Break down their like, open the door. Break down their their thoughts and their their dreams, and open up things to them that they've never seen, help them, make them need, help them see the need they have for something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then God stir up someone to go like, th- because I do think that those prayers connect and, uh, scripture tells us we're supposed to keep going to him like yeah. that, uh, almost like an annoying persistent widow, right? <laughs> Just help, 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 right. help. Right. So that's what I would uh, hopefully that helps a little bit. It doesn't, it certainly, certainly is not wash our hands of them. Right. Yeah. Because they're just too hard. Right. I think, I hope anyone who knows the Bible would know that God never asks us to leave everyone alone just because right. it's difficult. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> it's difficult to Yeah, but be what human. happens is, yeah, what happens though is that we don't, uh, we practically believe that. 
What I mean is that's how we apply it. Yeah. We don't, we don't believe anybody that reads the Bible knows that God cares for every people on the planet Mm -hmm. and that we are, because he does, we are too as well. Like that's our job. But practically we don't do that, which means we practically don't believe it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so we have to, that is where our gears have to start shifting differently. We have to look different. Um, we, we, we apply that truth to those that it is convenient uh, to us for too many times, myself included. We, mm-hmm. we all would rather do that. And so we have to be the path one. of least resistance yeah. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's how life works. Yeah. Um, so we just have to fight hard against that. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to, to reconcile. But yeah. anyway, I think that's great. Do you have anything else that you want to add? No. Okay. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Christ and All podcast. You can catch a new episode each Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast and post it on whatever social media you have. Uh, this will help others find us. And uh, if you would like to submit a question for us to discuss, please send that to info at colonialheights.org. We can't wait to hear from you. And thanks for listening.